Welcome to Soul Driven, a podcast by Marianne Robot, an energy healer, coach, channeler, and creator of the Tolera Energy Mastery System. Marianne's passion is to awaken, guide, and empower you to live a soul-driven life, a life that is authentic, joyous, expansive, and inspiring, a life you look forward to every single day. Enjoy your journey to freedom. Hi, I'm Marianne Robot, and I am so excited that you're here listening in. I have been a spiritual energy healer for over 22 years, and along the way, I've learned a lot about how people give and receive love and what our capacity is to give and receive love. And what I noticed most is that most people do not have any challenge given love. They give from their heart. They give because they desire to give love. They want to be in support of another. It's easy for them to, to love other people. But where the challenge actually comes in is when we have to love ourselves. The idea of self-love is where people get blocked. And let me give you a couple of experiences of this. One, my own experience, and then second, you know, from client cases. What I notice is that when clients are wanting to be in relationship, whether they're already in a marriage, they have children, they have family, everyone else comes first. So they give, give, give out, but they don't take the time to give to themselves. Nobody stops and says, well, I love myself too. What am I going to give to me? Like what gift, what support that I might need, what space or what luxury that I would desire to give to yourself? So this whole podcast is really around the idea of giving love to oneself. So recently, I was doing a class with the Ascended Masters. These are energetic beings that I channel. And they were talking about using the field of magic to bring ease and flow into life and to create what you want almost instantaneously. And the assignment was to go out and play in this field of energetic field of magic and allow in the ease and flow. So after I finished channeling that evening, I went to do the exercise and I could not do it. Like I couldn't connect to magic. Now I've been there many times, but in this one instance, I couldn't get myself there. I couldn't focus. I started reading my phone. I made a call. Like I found myself ignoring what I was supposed to be doing as it related to magic. So the next morning I woke up and I happened to be skiing and I went out to ski and I was still pondering like, wow, what was that about last night? Like I couldn't connect to this field of magic. I usually have no problem. And in my head, I heard this voice saying, you don't deserve to have magic. And I was like, whoa, where did that voice come from? And so I asked myself the question, where is this voice coming from? And it's like, it's me. It was me. It was my own voice. It was my young self. And that young self was holding on to 
something that I had done when I was younger. I had broke my mother's teapot and I was afraid to tell her. So I said, nope, not me. So, so I lied about it. And of course, my brother and sister who were right there are saying, no, it was Miriam. It was Miriam who broke it. So it was like the silliest thing. But I thought to myself, so why in that moment can I just say to my mom, I broke your teapot? And what I realized was I didn't want to disappoint. I didn't want her to think unkindly of me. And I thought I had a fear that she would take her love away. And so the self, my inner voice made up the story about I'm not worthy of ease or that magic or as I unpacked what I was holding on to, really what it was, was a huge block around self-love. Now, of course, I can give myself love. I do a lot of nice things for myself. But at the core of who I am, there were all these younger beliefs when I was young that I clearly made up around my deserving of love and that love is actually scary to receive because another person could take their love away. Like the example of my mom in that teapot, like the real fear was oh, she won't love me if she knows I broke her teapot. And now I, I think I was young, four or five. So clearly I made that up in my head. My mom was always this very loving person. But in that moment, it was very real. Like if I told her I was going to, if I told her I broke her teapot, she would take her love away. In that moment, I also made up the story of, wow, you're really vulnerable. Like it's vulnerable to need love from another. And so I'm going to shut down my need to be loved from others, including myself. So you see, when we have these experiences that don't seem like pretty big deals until that moment on the side of a ski trail I was trying to put my boot in and I got that whole image of or of the experience downloaded I never even remembered that I broke my mother's teapot I never even remembered the experience but there was in that moment that it happened when I was young it got locked in along with some beliefs around worthiness around self-love so if you are a person that is having challenges receiving love. You might say it's too scary, it's too vulnerable, it's too painful. I've had painful experiences receiving love from others. Whatever it is, then you know that you have to do some work to release all of that that is within you. Now, for me, standing on that side of the ski slope, I was really surprised by the voice and then the image of the teapot that I got, like that all showing up for me. And so I decided to have a very different ski day. I started to look for those the slowest chairs that went up to the top of the mountain because I knew nobody would be on them. And so I would spend the 15 or 20 minutes on the cheerlift releasing what I could remember or find in my body around the energy of self-love, vulnerability, worthiness. 
At the same time, I had this thought running through, I can't believe this is coming up for me because I've been doing energy work for about 22 years. Like, why haven't I gotten to this? And what I heard from my spiritual guides is because your capacity keeps growing to be able to receive more and more. So if you are in the healing and you've done a lot of healing around self-love, it doesn't mean you won't have blocks to it. What it does mean, though, if things come up for you is that your capacity has grown and now there's a gap, like you have the capacity to receive more love, but you also have this energy blocking it from you. So what you'll want to do is to release the energy or release the stories. So I spent every slow cheer riding up, thinking about, so what about my, like before I was 10, what other events can I remember? Or I would scan my body with my hand to find the energy. And I'd say, okay, if there's any energy around self-love or worthiness, let my hand stop in front of it. And I would know that I had a block there, so I would pull it out. So there's many ways that you can get at what you might be carrying. One is by scanning your hand in front of your body and asking your hand to stop where you might have some energy blocks. Another is almost reviewing your life. I usually use five-year spans. Sometimes early on, I might go 10 years, like, okay, through all my teenage years, or my early 20s. Um, and then I, I would look for experiences uh, that I consciously remember. But sometimes what happens is when you're asking yourself the question, those things that you hold on to in your subconscious begin to pop out, just like that, that whole tea incident, the teapot incident. The third way is just simply by journaling. The first thing that you're going to do is to say, okay, what's my relationship with self-love? What do I feed myself? What do I give myself? What do I do for myself? And then how does that relate to what I do to others? And if you find like 80% of your energy is doing for others and only 20% is reserved for you, then there, there are some challenges around your deserving of self-love. The other thing that you can do is just start writing because the act of writing frees up our subconscious because the mind is focused on movement of writing. And as you're writing, you can start with anything. It does not matter. But your intention is to bring forward any places in my life where I have suffered and made up beliefs around my deserving or worthiness of self-love or whether um, receiving love from another is dangerous or vulnerable or, or, you know, whatever other word you might use there. When you journal, just and you begin to just free write whatever is coming up for you, what usually emerges is what you have in your subconscious. So events might show up, beliefs that you're holding about yourself can show up, thoughts 
our um, situations can show up. When something shows up, what you're going to do is to write down, okay, what's everything that I hold about this? If it was an experience, if it was about a thought, and then when you're done writing, you go, yep, I accept this no more. And you could either take your paper and you burn it, you rip it, you tear it. The idea is that you do the motion of this isn't mine to carry any longer. And then what you want to do is create an affirmation that helps you to retrain your brain to think differently about self-love or love from others, receiving love from others. If you are in a relationship and you're not getting everything that you want, chances are because you're not giving yourself what it is that you want. So one of the things that I have learned about energy and about how universal practices and principles work is that what we give and what we can receive for ourselves is what we allow others to give to us. So I'll give you another example. I was at a I was playing tennis today and I was telling my tennis teammates how I had just come in from a week of skiing out west and then my husband surprised me with a trip to New York City and these were the things that we did. And this woman that was sitting on the other team turned to me and said, oh my God, I wish my husband would do something like that. And so when she said that to me and she had a lot of sort of energy slash anger behind her statement, I asked her this very simple question and she looked at me like I had three heads because remember, this isn't in my practice. We're on a tennis side of a tennis court. And I said, well, what do you do for yourself? Have you treated yourself? Have you surprised yourself with something like, I'm just going to take this weekend for me. Or, I'm going to call my best friend and create a girl's weekend, whatever it is. Do you feel your needs? And she she looked at me. I didn't know who she was. Um, and I thought, oh, she's not going to respond. And I probably shouldn't have said anything. And as I'm doubting what I was saying in my head, she said, you know what? No, I never do it. And in fact, I asked for permission to have something that I want. Like she said, I love playing tennis. And I always ask my husband, is it okay if I join the next, you know, league or team or practice that I want to go to? So we ended up moving off to the side and I did just did a little sidebar with her and said, if you're always looking for somebody to fill your needs, your needs are not going to always get filled. You have to be the primary owner of feeling your own needs first. And then whatever you receive is like, ah, gifting on top of that. And what that allows you to do is feel full for yourself first, and then you could be full in love for everyone else as well. So this is a this is a podcast on the love journey and how you connect to it and what kinds of things if you're not feeling enough love or you don't love yourself enough or you don't think you're deserving or worthy of the things that you want 
use these exercises to begin to explore what are some of the beliefs or experiences that you may have had that are blocking you from love and then do the process I shared earlier. All right, have a fantastic day and I look forward to talking to you again. Hi there. We hope you enjoyed this episode and would love to hear from you. Drop a response below and subscribe now to our podcast. For more, you can check out our website at marianrobot.com.